0: church
1: our Lord said why are you persecuting me so Christ is still on the cross behold I stand at the door God. if anyone hears my voice and opens the door I will come into him and eat with him Yeah, Hola, buenos dias, que tal? Welcome back to Behold the Man. It's great to be back with you. Well, it's Christmas week. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad, or however that's said appropriately. <laughs> I hope you're doing well, and I hope you're looking forward to this week, the week when our Lord is revealed, he is brought forth by our lady who said, yes, let it be done unto me according to thy will. Did you hear the? The words of that song A weary world rejoices The world waits Like it's holding its breath Waiting for that moment When our Lord is brought forth And today we talk about the nativity of our Lord Let us begin really quickly In the name of the Father and of the Son And of the Holy Spirit All glory and praise to you, Almighty God We come before you once again To seek you, Lord Reveal yourself to us, we beg this And we seek we seek inspiration in the nativity of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We ask this in the name of our Father, in the name of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
2: Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and We appeared the soul felt its word.
1: But when the time had fully come, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. That's Galatians 4, that's verses 4 and 5. Isn't that amazing? The world waits with anticipation. It's like it's holding its breath for that moment. When our Lord comes forth, the nativity of our Lord, born there in a manger, in a cave, actually. See, in Bethlehem, in the hillside, in all, in the, the hills were hollowed out these little caves. And when there was no room for our Lord, or for our Lady and, and St. Joseph in the end, because, because of the census, Bethlehem was now a very crowded place, and there was no room, and do you really want to give birth in front of all those people in a busy, busy inn? No, absolutely not. So Joseph, being the guardian of Our Lady, found a little niche for her, a little cave that was used as a manger. And there, in this most humblest of circumstances, God became manifest among people. He took on flesh and dwelt among us. It's truly powerful and amazing. And so today I want to share with you a couple of the narratives. We have St. Matthew's narrative and St. Luke's. We're going to really focus on St. Matthew's first. St. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 1, verse 1. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Right there was set the stage, the very first verse in St. Matthew's Gospel the son of David. This is that promised Messiah, the branch, the shoot from the stump of Jesse that was promised would come, whose scepter would be of iron and would rule forever. In St. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 1, starting in verse 18, Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph before they came together, she was found to be with child of the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary your wife, For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel. When Joseph woke from sleep, He did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had borne a son and called his name Jesus. Now, most people say, Joseph, well, you know, hey, he thought he caught her in adultery. He was going to get rid of her. He was going to divorce her quietly, right? Well, that is the traditional view. But you know what? There might be another way to look at that, honestly. Because if it was adultery, if it really was adultery, and Joseph was thinking, ah, this is adultery, then not only does he have the right to divorce her, but because the fact he is a righteous man, as the text tells us he is, then he would also have had her stoned to death, because he would have followed the strict letter of the law. And that was the letter of the law. But no, 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 Joseph... He wanted to divorce her quietly. He didn't want to bring public shame to her. He wanted to sidestep the law, so to speak. And so what does he do? He he wants to divorce her quietly. So nobody knows. That suggests something different altogether. That suggests that Joseph, being a righteous man, a holy man, a godly man, felt inadequate. He was too humbled by the task of being the father, the foster father of the Lord, the Messiah, the anointed one, the Meshiach, the one to come, the prophet, like unto Moses, only greater, the son of David, only greater, the king of kings, the Lord of lords. How could he ever foster father this child? He is unworthy of it. That's exactly what I would have felt. That's exactly how I would have thought. How is it that the Lord God comes to me, a carpenter from a nowhere town in Nazareth? But Joseph, being a righteous man, he was visited by an angel. And that angel said, Joseph, you will take Mary as your wife. You must. You must. God needs this. For you give this son your lineage of David We need you Joseph to protect this child to care for him to see to it that he grows so that he might save the world from their sins Joseph you must take her And Joseph did all that he was asked You can hear that longing in the text from not only Joseph and his unworthiness, but of the angel begging him, please, do as the Lord has asked. Fulfill your destiny, your role as the foster father, as the guardian of the Lord God, the Son of the Most High, Jesus. You see, St. Joseph is a lot like the Old Testament Joseph. Back there, you can find him in Genesis 30 and on. You see, the Old Testament Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers. And there he became the second hand of of the Pharaoh. And then he ended up saving his family and bringing his family into Egypt. But you see, both St. Joseph and the Old Testament Joseph with his, his technicolor dream coat, both share the same name. Both have fathers whose names were Jacob. Both of which God spoke to them through dreams. Both were righteous and chaste. Both saved their families by bringing them into Egypt, and both were brought up out of Egypt. Now Joseph in his dream coat, unfortunately he had died first, but the very last verse of Genesis says that he should have his bones taken up when the people leave Egypt, when God comes and gets them 400 plus years later and takes them out of Egypt. Then they will take Joseph's bones with them to the land which God had promised. So both Josephs share this same destiny because the Old Testament was a a typology of the new St. Joseph. New St. Joseph is a fulfillment of that Old Testament type. And God spoke to him. And through him, our Lord Jesus Christ was able to navigate these troubled waters when the king wanted to take him. This is the world holding its breath, because in this moment of nativity, heaven touches down on earth and reveals its glory.
2: I have traveled many moonless nights, cold and weary with a bed.
1: The one thing I want you to know more than anything else is that God who destined before time began to love us and out of his love because God needed nothing more. You know, he didn't need anybody to to have any higher or additional glory. No. Out of his pure love, we are created. And because he loves us, he gives us free will. And here we see this enacted out on such a grand stage in history. He let salvation ride upon the decision of a young little girl. Mary, Theotokos, the one who would bear the, the God's son to the world, life, As Eve brought death into the world, Mary brings life. Through Eve's no and disobedience, Mary's yes and obedience brings about the correction. This little girl who said, Let it be done unto me according to thy word, for I am the handmaid of the Lord. For God is my Savior. My soul rejoices. In God my Savior, for my soul magnifies the Lord. Everything was riding on this little girl. And she said yes. And Joseph, out of humility, didn't want to take her because he didn't think he was up to the task. And the angel spoke to him and he took her. He stepped up. He was the righteous man, the foster father. And he leads her as she rides on a donkey all the way to this little tiny town south of Jerusalem, Bethlehem, the city of David where David was anointed king. This Bethlehem, which means literally the house of bread. There in this town, the true bread come down from heaven will be born in a manger, in a feeding trough. In a town where they hold sheep herds full of herds, this massive herds of sheep that would be one day offered as sacrifice in the temple for the sins of others. There... The true Lamb of God who takes away the sins of all the world is born. A branch, a shoot from the stump of Jesse. Numbers 24, 17, we are told, I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not nigh. A star shall come forth out of Jacob. And a scepter shall rise out of Israel. It shall crush the forehead of Moab and break down all the sons of Sheth. Isaiah 49:23. Kings shall be your foster fathers and their queens your nursing mothers. With their faces to the ground, they bow down to you and lick the dust of your feet. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Those who wait for me shall not be put to shame. Here is that prophecy being told in the Old Testament, the longing for the day when our Lord makes right all that is wrong, when He corrects the course of man, through the use of man's free will, God is able to undo the sin of Adam the entering in of sin into the human nature, into creation itself, God makes it right. A star does rise, and kings do come and pay homage to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We see this in St. Matthew's Gospel. But more than that, we do see kings and queens here. Did it not say that Kings would be his foster father and queens his nursing mothers. Well, I, I submit to you that Joseph, being a righteous man, a real man, doing the right thing always, is a king in his own right. Wearing the crown of righteousness in heaven with our Lord God and our lady, who we know for sure in Revelation 12, 1, is crowned with 12 stars as the queen of heaven and earth. And so we do see king and queen caring for the Lord of lords and the king of kings, Jesus Christ, born humbly in a manger, wrapped in swaddling clothes. But there we see this story of the magi coming from the east because they see a star arise and they see that and say, Look, a king is born. And they come, they follow it all the way to Judea, and they ask, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? But when Herod, the king, he heard this, he was troubled. Why? Because the prophecy states that a king would be born, and he would put an end to the Edomite oppression. And you see, Herod, he was not a Jew. No, Herod, he was an appointed ruler. He was an appointed king by Rome he was Edomite and so he was very troubled and he called these, these uh, uh, chief priests and these profiteers in and said what is all of this about? what is going on here? oh yes dear king, oh yes a king will be born in Bethlehem it's true, it's true and so then he asked the wise men he calls them to his court go he says find this this baby this king and when you have word of him send it back to me that i too may go and worship you see king herod he has an ulterior motive to all of this he wants them to find the king for sure but not so that he can go and worship that much we know and so after receiving their word from the king the wise men go forth they see the star it leads them to this tiny little village, Bethlehem, the house of bread, the king, the city of the King David. And there the star comes to rest over a house. They enter that house and behold, they see the child with its mother, Mary. They are wrapped in swaddling clothes. They offered this child gold for a king, frankincense for worship to the Almighty, and myrrh anointing him for his burial. This are the wise men.
0: Away oh, in a manger, no crib for his bed. The little Lord Jesus laid down his sweet head. The stars in the sky The
1: in a dream, the wise men depart and go another way to their land, because they knew Herod was coming for this child, and Herod sent an army out of rage to slaughter the children of Bethlehem in the region. He took the, the time he ascertained when he met with the wise men, two years or younger, and had every child, every male child, two years and younger, slaughtered. This reminds us of another story, another slaughtering of babies by edict, by demand from a king, Pharaoh with Moses. Jesus and Moses are very closely related. Many times Jesus is depicted as a greater Moses. But here we know, Moses too as a baby was saved through the interdiction of a family member against an edict from an evil king wanting to slaughter the innocents. And so Jesus was also saved by his father Joseph. Against this, in a dream, the angel said to Joseph, Joseph, take your child and marry and depart and go to Egypt. Just like Moses, both found shelter in Egypt for a time. Again, the righteous man, St. Joseph.
0: I love you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to stay. Close by me forever, and love me, I pray. Bless all the dear children in thy tender care, and take us to heaven to live.
1: On the Did you know Nazareth literally means branch town? Isaiah 11.1 1, A shoot shall come out from the stalk of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. Our Lord fulfills all of these Old Testament prophecies perfectly. He is born in a humble manger in the city of the house of bread The city of the king David He is taken into Egypt And from there he is called forth And from there he returns back to Nazareth Where he grows up Because the prophecy says He would be a Nazarene A branch town <laughs> He would fulfill this prophecy perfectly As all others That's our Lord Do you come and do you worship him? will you be like the shepherds? Come and pay homage to the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, this humblest little child who came down from heaven to take on flesh like you and me. This Christmas, let's praise God together and let's worship the Christ child. Visit my website at www.catholichack.com for the music. May God richly bless you and Merry Christmas. From the Catholic Underground.